0: This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit allentempleameccom donate. Thank you for listening. Dear Heavenly Father, I cannot do anything and will not do anything until you come. Yes. Mold me and make me to use in your glory. Then, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight and let the people of God say amen. Amen. The scripture has already been read, Mm -hmm. and I just want to lift up the 15th to the 17th verse, and where it says, Then Esther sent to reply to Mordecai." Go gather all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it's against the Lord. And if I perish, I perish. Mm -hmm. And some in the book says, but I'm going to see the king. So in thinking on that task this morning, and it says, then Mordecai went away and carried out all Esther's instruction. Now we come to celebrate the last Sunday in Woman History Month. And we come, and you know what, women? This shouldn't be the last Sunday. You should celebrate yourself all the time. Because what will happen if there was not a woman? Mm, my Lord. And your pastor has already said it. Um, and please, amiss me, I wanted to give acknowledgement to this ministerial staff who's excellent. Well-trained. Wow. To our musical staff as well, yeah. before I go on. Because you have to acknowledge people, you know. You just going not come and take things for granted. Well. So, Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. And I said that a woman, just like Black History Month, should be celebrated every day of the year. Amen. But let me just give you some things before we go into Esther and see how she's intermingled and intertwined in Woman History Month. Mm -hmm. February 28th, 1909, was the first Woman's Day celebration in the United States. And in 1911, Denmark, Germany, and some other countries made it international Women's History Month. Uh, So we come, and on this year, not only Women's History Month, but Women's Day was celebrated on March 8th, 2023, and has been celebrated for many years. Mm -hmm. The theme, why do we celebrate Women's History Month? And what is the difference between Women's Day and Women's History Month? We got to establish that because Women's History Month makes and acknowledges the contributions that people have made, such as Rosa Park or uh, Methune, all of them, the contributions. And I, as I talk to various groups, I wonder how many of you have looked into your ancestry and see you also are important. You also have contribution that your grandmama, your great-grandmama, and, and maybe you have made. Celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah. Don't let somebody tell you about Rosa Parks got off the bus. Many of you been in the South, you got off the bus too. And you walk for many days until you were able to get back on the bus and you were able to vote. Say it, reach that was our family yeah. who was down there doing that. Mm-hmm. So we have to celebrate our history as well. Don't keep it closed up. Talk about it. That's right. Tell everybody about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them about the good times and the bad times. How you got out and did what you did oh, and right. how you reached this. Yeah. I always dedicate Woman History Month to my mother mm-hmm. who was not an educated woman she worked in a laundry for over 40 years and before that she worked on a farm and it was time for me to go to college she said we don't have no money but we're going to pray for you and i worked from a nurse's aide all the way up to the positions that i got but it wasn't me it was god and my mother who prayed for me My mother who prayed for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm proud to be a woman of a black woman, daughter of a black woman, who worked on a farm, who worked in a laundry. And today I can say thank you, Mommy. Thank you. Because I could not be where I am today Mm -hmm. without her and without God's prayer. You know, you got to put God first. And everything will be added. And I promised God a long time ago that I would turn it over to him. Mm -hmm. So Women's History Month is celebrating the uh, uh, contributions that women have made from not only in the United States, all over the world. And let me just tell you this. Women, you are standing on the shoulders of other women. Mm -hmm. Make them proud. Make yourself proud. You know, you don't come here alone. You haven't gotten where you got alone. You came because you were standing on the shoulders of somebody else. Mm. Yes, yes. And so I want to celebrate women today. But now Woman's Day, where we have in the United States and many churches, that's usually a fundraiser. Mm. Mm-hmm. Say it, okay? That, that, you know, if you, if you want your pastor to come back, you better pay your assessment. Unless they, you know, they look at him and whatever. But with this pastor, I know you're going to pay the assessment. And probably when he first came here, he paid a lot out of his pocket, you know. So therefore, we always kept up. When I went to Trinidad, they only had two people. And when I left, praise God, we had a choir that could set this church on fire and we had people that was pouring in. But we thank God because we know how to start from the roots, mm-hmm. but it's not us. If God be for you, Come on, who can be against you? Yeah. So that's the difference between Women's History Month. Although in Women's Day, we also celebrate women, but it's usually a fundraiser. But when you're celebrating women, you celebrate them because women has always been shackled They have been in the background. You don't know what they have done. And it stemmed from political legislation, from our lawyers. It stemmed that now we have doctors, we have nurses, we have administrators, we have teachers, we have caregivers, we have military people. All have raised up by the grace of God. Not by themselves, but by the grace of God. And most importantly, when you look at the spiritual development of women, women were not allowed to be in a pulpit. Mm -hmm. We had Lee in in the uh, African Methodist church, but they were not allowed to be in the pulpit. And today, some women are not allowed to be in the pulpit in different denominations. You know, they have to stand down and do whatever. But when God raised you up, well. when God make a way, yeah. do I have any witnesses in here today? Yeah. When God makes a way, yeah. you didn't get raised up by yourself. Yeah. We didn't get this pulpit by ourselves, calling us itinerary elders by ourselves, local elders by ourselves. We got here with the grace yeah. and the mercy of God. So we keep women's going on, but when we look at the Bible Mm -hmm. and try to think about who's important in the Bible, Mm -hmm. there's only two books named for women. Mm -hmm. Do you know them? Mm -hmm. Esther Esther and Ruth, right. Mm -hmm. Esther and Ruth. Well, there's a lot of she heroes that was working in the background, and you didn't hear their names as readily. For example, we, we heard about Eve, but when they thought about she stole the fruit or gave the fruit to her husband, and that was some story that was told, a saga that was told. They, you know, didn't hear about Eve, but Eve is the mother of all civilization. So we have to think about that. When you get in the book of Exodus and you hear about uh, Moses and Aaron, Miriam was there too. Yes. The first prophetess. You know, so we have to think it in terms of that. When you hear about Deborah, as your pastor mentioned, she was the first judge mm-hmm. in the book of Judges. Yeah. When you think about Esther, Esther is known, and we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. She was the liberator, yeah. she liberated her people. Yeah. So when we think in terms of the New Testament, and that's just a few other people, Hannah and all of them was working in the background with Samuel and whatnot so that they could raise up and do what they had to do. But usually they were shut, their mouth was shut, and they were shackled. You hear about slavery in the Bible was slavery. So when you get to the New Testament, you get into Acts. Now, I have to compliment Paul because Paul was one of the apostles, Paul was one who brought women out, Mm -hmm. such as Phoebe. Phoebe was the first deaconess. Lydia, she was the first businesswoman. And that's all in the book of Acts and it goes on where Paul brought a lot of women out, but they were she-heroes. And they, to me, was unsung heroes because their names are not out but their work speak for them now what about the women today women are not in in, in some of the churches all of the officers are male and you don't have women but today we thank god for those liberated men and pastors and female pastors who acknowledge women so when we go into the book of esther and we think about esther who's being a liberated Liberator? How was she liberated? How was she liberated? Esther followed Queen Vashti. Queen Vashti. We have a bishop that's retired now, who was the first bishop, uh, uh, female bishop. Her name is Vashti. But this Vashti was the queen before Esther. And when you go and you look she refused because the queen job was just to be beautiful. Uh Just like we think that beauty will get us everything. Uh. But let me tell you, beauty is only skin deep. Uh Okay, so Bastai, as the king, Asarus, asked her to dance in front of the court and perform in front of the court. And sometimes they have to even take off some uh, clothing in front of the, just to entertain. Vastai refused, mm. and she was killed. Mm. Because whatever the king told you to do, you had to do. Mm-hmm. So here come Esther, a Jew. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew that she was Jew except Mordecai. You know, because the Jews, you were in Persia, you're not gonna be a queen. But she came because of her beauty. Her beauty, she was so beautiful and she became the queen. So now they had a man named Haman. And Haman was the chief minister to the king. And because Mordecai and some of the Jews did not bow down to him and acknowledge him But you see, the Jews, like the black people, know, some of us know where we came from and who we have to bow down to and who give us the liberty. But Mordecai stood his ground, and he didn't bow down. But Haman planned to kill the Jews, to genocide them, and because of their leader, wouldn't bow down. So Mordecai, when you come into the That story, and I want you to read the book of Esther, especially chapter four. Mm -hmm. Mordecai came and told Esther. He knew Esther because he raised Esther. He was Esther's cousin. But because her parents had died, he was able to raise her. So he knew that she was a Jew. Mm -hmm. And maybe one or two, you know, when you think you are hiding from somebody, everybody (laughs) knows something. Somebody knows that they know that they know? So Esther, he brought her to the front, and he told her, Listen, you are Jew. And if the Jews are destroyed, you will also be destroyed. Mm-hmm. So every now and then, we need a wake-up call. Yes. You know, every now and then, we need to know where we came from and how we made it. Yeah. So Esther before she went to approach the king, because there was no reason, you couldn't go and approach the king, you'd be killed. He had to put that scepter out to accept you, you know? And, and she took a chance. Because this sermon is titled, Stand Up and Take Action. And this is what Esther did. After, somebody say After. After, after she fasts, okay? She didn't, she didn't go in there just, just saying that, you know, I'm going to see the king, and if I perish, I perish. She fasts for three days. Mm-hmm. Her attendance fasts. And then she was empowered. And if you want to really know about God, you will be empowered. But yes. well, ironically, as the commentaries will say, the book of Esther is the one that did not mention God. Nowhere do you find G-O-D, capital G-O-D, is in there. But let me come to tell you, God always works behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. God always know what we are going to do before yeah. we do it. God don't have to be there to know how you're going to get out of this church. God don't have to be there to know about your job for tomorrow, to know about your school. God works behind the scenes. Yeah. That's what it was doing in the book of Esther. So Esther went, and she had been courage. You know, she fasts. Mm. And so when we talk about fasting, we, you know, sometimes we think about Lenten season, mm-hmm. which we are in now. We are fast. Mm-hmm. She didn't put away no potato chips. <laughs> she didn't give up no candy. Preacher, Preacher. When Esther fast, it's like we supposed to fast. And I could imagine Esther, even though she didn't mention God, the author didn't mention God in the book, she went into Psalm 51 and said, Make me a clean heart, O Lord. Give me, renew my spirit, O Lord. Help me to go to see this king, O Lord. And so she was in power. And they don't say if the scepter was out or whatever, but she went to see the king. She told him about Haman's plan. She told them about how they want to genocide the Jews and Haman was destroyed and Esther was elevated mm. because she stood up and she took action. Mm. So now, what about us? Mm-hmm. How do we stand up? How do we take action? And as a result, she now, before any Jewish holiday, there is A ceremony where Esther and what she went through, what Haven did and whatnot, that's called Purim. It's spelled P-U-R-I-M, but it's pronounced P-A. So it's Purim. So when she went, now at that holiday, before they celebrate anything, they read about Esther. You see, and you know, that's what happens when we lose our history. When we don't tell our history, when we don't tell where we came to, even with your grandchildren and your children, what happened and what you you do and things like that, we lose it. But the Jews never lose it. Mm -hmm. They always remind you Mm -hmm. of what was done. Mm -hmm. So now it's up to us to stand up, ladies, and take action. You may be on a job that people have been promoted over you. You may be in a household that you experience domestic violence. You may be in a community and in in some things that's holding you back. You got to stand up and take action. Before you do it though, you got to say, make me a clean heart. You got to fast. You got to pray to God. You got to ask God to lead you, cause when God leads you, there's nothing that could happen. Nothing. nothing. So you, when you fast, you if you give up the potato chips, that's only on a diet. But when you really fast and get on your knees and ask God, turn away that plate and let God fill you up. And this not only for women, for men, too. When you get and ask God to fill me up with your power, yeah. give me a new heart, dear God. Mm. Clean me up, dear God. I, when you go back, I know mm. it's going to be a change. It may not be what you want. Yeah. Because sometimes when we ask God to do things, God does not come in, his time, in our time. He comes in his time. And some things we're asking for, he don't want us to have. Mm. He wanted to be better. He wanted to be bigger. He wanted to be that we commemorate what is going on. So you got to stand up and take action. Don't be sitting down and say, I'm getting ready to go to school. Go. When you go to school, I went to NYU. I went to Columbia. I went to Hunter. And when I went there, I didn't have a dime. And I say, I come here. I don't know what's happening, but I come here. I want to get an education. And I don't know how they opened up the doors to me, but I got, all this, I got a lot of scholarships. I had to pay some things, but I got a lot of scholarships. Mm-hmm. But I stood up and I took action. When I went in there and saw all the other nationalities in there, I said, if they got in there, they had money, I'm going too. Come on, I'm going. If I perish, I'll perish. Yeah. But I'm going anyway. So I want you to learn today to stand up and to take action. You'll be encouraged, you'll be alive. But there's three things that I want you to think about before you do that. And the three steps is like a woman giving birth. I want you to inhale, exhale, and push. Anybody remember that when they gave birth, what the doctor told you? Inhale, exhale, and then push. Now when you inhale, you inhale in love. You inhale in joy. You inhale in peace. You inhale in uh, patience. You inhale in kindness. You inhale in generosity. You're inhaling faithfulness. You're inhaling uh, forgiveness. You're inhaling self-control. And when you exhale, you're exhaling fornication. You're exhaling strife. You're exhaling jealousy. You're exhaling quarrels. You're exhaling envy. You're exhaling unforgiveness. You're exhaling gossip. You're exhaling dissension. You're exhaling drunkenness. You're exhaling drugs. So when you inhale, and when you take that breath that like God gives us, you're inhaling good characteristics. Mm-hmm. But your good characteristics cannot work when your uh, bad characteristics is trying to outpull. Well. So exhale it. Everybody take a breath. Exhale, take a breath, and think about what you want God to do for you. Something that you are not clean about. Take a breath, and exhale. Then I want you to push. Now I don't want you to push like the women push, but my push is pray until something happens. Okay? So when we, when we think about pushing, see the women come in and you, know, you tell them, to take a breath and blah, 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 and then the doctor said, it's almost here, push. And so when you push, your push will be pray until something happens. Mm. Now you done clean yourself out, you done inhale and exhale, now you got to push. Mm-hmm. And when you push, new ministries will be awakened. Yeah. When you push, new job opportunities will be available. When you push, you will open that educational door. When you push, life will be better. When you push, domestic violence will stop. When you push, God will be there. When you push, you're pushing in something that's good. So learn those three steps. Inhale, exhale, but learn to keep up with push. Pray until something happens. When Esther prayed, she was able to go to see the king. Because she stood up. Mm -hmm. When Esther prayed, she was able to discuss with the king. When Esther prayed, there was a different characteristic on the king's face. When Esther prayed. Because she went there in the presence of God. Uh So I want you to do that. And to learn whatever your desires are. It will give you hope. It will give you understanding. So women, this is what you have to do. Don't just go and say, oh, this is Women's History Month. Stand up and take action. If our women did not take action, we wouldn't be here today. So whatever's in your heart, it's not too big that God won't help you to get it. It's not too big that God won't help you to cross over it. It's not too big that it cannot be accomplished. Well, yeah. Look, we have a vice president of the United States. But you got to have hope. You have to have encouragement. You have to know that if God be for you, who can be against you? Ooh. And then when you do all of that and you need a little more hope, you need a little more understanding. You know, like my mother used to sit in the kitchen and she just hum a song. She went after and hum a song and that would help her. She'd come home and say, you know, I'm so tired. But I could hear my mother hum- humming a song and you know, sometimes she didn't sing and she just hum a song. Mm. But I come to tell you, if you go, you can say, my hope huh. is built. Yeah. <clears throat> Or not thing less than Jesus' blood yeah. and right justice I dare not trust the sweet this frame but holy li- li- yeah. oh Jesus name that's when you can't make it but ho- oh oh yeah. may I then be found On Christ the solid rock, I stand. Then it says, On Christ the solid. back my hope is built on nothing thing less than jesus blood and right justice oh yes i not trust the sweetest frame, but the belief on Jesus' name. What you said on oh, Christ, the solid. Take action.